this is James Rolfe, and you're listening to the Canned Air Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Candare, a tribute to comics and pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. And I'm a pretty cool guy. Oh, are you? What's your name, cool guy? My name's Jake Ryan. There we are. There we are. And uh, if you're hearing this episode, it's because we've taken the week off. So we decided we were going to record burner episodes to have in the wings. That way we don't leave you guys empty-handed. Not even once. You see what incredible foresight we have? Yeah. What consideration we have for our fans? We love you guys. You don't get that everywhere. No, you don't. We're looking out for you. So, in this special episode, we don't really have any notes or anything to talk about. We're just going to yeah. try to just go at it, see what happens, see what comes out. So, um, just winging it. Yeah. So, where do you want to start? I want to talk about the Last Jedi trailer. Let's do it. Because I've been thinking about All this. right, let's do it. Let's go ahead and date this episode immediately so that there's well, no discipline. No, I actually thought about that, but... Um, we're definitely going to use this before that movie comes okay. out. So. <laughs> Perfect. I've, I've got a theory here. You know, way back when they're talking about how um, Darth Vader, as Anakin, was supposed to, you know, bring balance to the Force. Not right. leave it in darkness, yada, yada, yada. A lot of people say, like, oh, he did. He destroyed the Emperor, right? It was mm-hmm. him that threw him off the whatever structure into whatever abyss. Seemed to be a lot of long falls in the Star Wars universe. Sure. I, I think... He brought balance to the Force in the form of his son, Luke. My logic being, I really get the impression that in his confrontation with Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker harnessed both the sort of tranquility and focused thought of being a Jedi, Mm -hmm. the passion and aggression of the Sith way. I feel like he had that anger, those negative emotions, but he kept them yeah. in check rather than suppressing them entirely the way a Jedi might. A little bit of both sides yeah, rolled yeah. into one. Yeah, I think Luke represents a balanced path to the Force. Now, in this trailer, there's a moment where he's speaking to Rey and he says, you know, look or see or something to that effect. And she says, the light, the darkness. And he's like, look further. And she says, the balance. And at the very end of the trailer, we hear him say, it's time for the Jedi to end. Right. I think he's proposing a third path that takes equally from both a sort of path of moderation sort of angle. And I think possibly maybe, I could be grasping at straws here, that's what they're going to play up in this movie. I totally agree with you. And that's kind of what I was going to say, not in those exact words, but I've talked on the show before about the true balance of the Force and how, you know, if the Sith don't exist and the Jedi do, that's an imbalance, you know, and vice versa. And like you're saying, I think Luke recognizes that. So with... You know, taking down Ren, if that happens, you know, we can't exist. Sure. I don't know. I, I, I would still think, though, that the Sith could still come back, you know. Oh, absolutely. There weren't any Jedi. Because Sith what? is the easy path, right? right? You give in to your emotions, your anger, everything, and that's the path to immediate and overwhelming power. Like he's saying the mere existence of Jedi spawns sure. the, uh, the Sith. And yeah. I don't entirely believe that. So I, I feel like any group dedicated to one extreme on a spectrum mm-hmm. necessitates the existence or maybe even sparks the existence of a group representing the opposite extreme. Right. The existence of Sith is going to propagate Jedi and vice versa to an extent, mm-hmm. you know. And so perhaps by focusing on this middle path, he can get. I think perhaps he saw what happened with Kylo Ren. 
where he had this this young promising pupil right who was sort of overcome with these these dark feelings you know and and as a as a sith knight or knight of ren whatever his title is he talks about feeling the pull of the light this is someone caught in between mm-hmm. and pushing him so far toward one end or the other he's just going to feel the tug of the opposite end right. you've got to put your pupils right there in the middle teach them how to harness their emotion while still being in control of it. Mm-hmm. that's my thought on the matter anyway no it makes a lot of sense it makes a lot of sense and you know, thinking now about it, you know, Kylo Ren did just purely emerge from his training. Had he not tried to train any more Jedi, the Sith wouldn't have sure. resurfaced. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that'd be it. I feel like they'll work up to it, and then it'll just come down to, no, we gotta stay. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> there could be all this speculation, and that's the thing, is, you know, when you're so far out from the reveal of something like this, you can run in circles. You can just burn yourself out, thinking of every scenario. and right. You know, and one thing that kind of contradicts itself in that trailer, at least for me, I'm obviously it'll be explained when the movie comes out, is, you know, despite having said that, you know, the Jedi must end or whatever it was he said, earlier in the trailer, you see him standing by watching uh, Rey practice with a saber. So right. why is she, why is he training her if he feels they should end? But maybe whatever she is, they're not going to call it Jedi. Maybe. Maybe he's the last Jedi. Maybe she's the last Jedi. Maybe the idea is he's going to train her and no one else. And she'll train nobody. I don't know. That was before the trailer. Like when we just had the name, that was kind of my prediction that Luke would be killed off and then she oh, would sure. be the remaining Jedi, the last Jedi. But And still could very well happen, but who knows? If, if we're sticking with this theory of, you know, the path of balance, mm-hmm. then it could very well be that Luke is the last Jedi, always will be. Right. And what Rey represents is, is some new order. Right. Which would be awesome, I think. Yeah. Because I'm so, I'm such an idiot, I can never decide between two extremes of something. As soon as I'm more interested in one, I want the other, you know? Right. So any, any faction I can root for that's right in the center, I am all about you know, it's it's funny to think about uh, how 20 years ago we thought, you know, all we have are the original three yeah. and that's all we'll ever have. And then we get the, the prequels. And then after that, it was kind of like, okay, I think Lucas had said, I'm not doing the, right. the, the, the uh, three after. And then when Disney acquired it, you're like, oh, shit, there might be a chance. <laughs> yeah. And then sure enough, you know, it came. There but you go. what's next? I mean, we have oh, your little filler side stories. But after your main nine are out there, like, can you build on to that? I don't know. Will they go on to 12 to 15? You know, where does it end? I don't know. And, and what, where would they do it? Would it be like even further prequels? Would they just start like in a <laughs> super whole, prequel? They could do like the video games did, like the uh, the whole old republic. You see, that would be cool. And just start at a whole different time period. Right. Uh, would with, it be necessary? Eh, but it would be interesting. I mean, everybody wants to probably stay with those original characters, or you know, just see the progression of the new characters yeah. that we're getting now. But. Um, I mean, if they just keep delving farther into the future, it'd be cool. Uh, One thing that just popped into my head that I really disliked about the trailer is, uh, and I'm pretty sure it was Vader's helmet sitting there all smashed up on the floor. Why do we need that? I I don't know. I just just feel the loyal Vader fans are going to come regardless. (laughs) Right. 
Now, my question is, where is that taking place? Because the last time we saw Vader's helmet, Kylo was, like, speaking to it. Mm-hmm. It was, was all melted Yeah, burnt. was he on Starkiller Base? Or was was he in some flagship somewhere? I, I don't remember. I want to say flagship, but I... Re- no. He had to have been in Starkiller Base. I yeah. Think. I don't know. Anyway. Which, you know, got incinerated from right. the inside out, so... By the way, if you're designing a, a solar system obliterating super weapon, mm-hmm. maybe don't put the vulnerable bits on the absolute surface of the planet. <laughs> if you've cored out the entire thing, you got some space to work. It seems with, like right? a uh, yeah, it seems like something you'd easily come to when designing this. Like yeah, we'd, it's like we'd they just better put this deeper down in. The- they just copied the Death Star in Microsoft Paint, pasted it, and then dragged the corner all the way out. <laughs> they just, like, quadrupled the size. That's, that's one it. thing I hated uh, about uh, The Force Awakens, too, when they were when all the Rebels were huddled around the hologram and they're talking about <laughs> taking it down. It's like, so what? We'll blow it up like the Death Star. I wish it was that easy. This is the Death Star. And this is Starkiller. So much bigger. Glad you bought that ticket yet. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> But it, it was that easy. Right? And it went down, it seems like it went down even a little bit easier than the Death Star. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. There, nobody needed any force sensitivity to hit that target. Mm-mm. They just made this big old building, a great big, big wide freaking doors. hole in the yeah. side of it. Where any old Poe Dameron can fly on in and cause havoc. You know. That was awesome. Well, I'm, was I'm sweet, excited to see uh, him you know, come oh, back. Yeah. All these great characters. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. He's just an amazing actor. What's absolutely. his name? Oscar Isaac. Yeah. I, I never remember if it's Oscar Isaac or Oster, Oscar Isaacs with an S. I think it's just, I think Isaac. It's just Isaac. Yeah. He was also um, Apocalypse in uh, X-Men Apocalypse, and he was good as that. Yeah, no question. He was really good. uh, Did you ever see a movie, um, A Most Violent Year, I believe it's called? Mm -mm. It's him and Jessica Chastain. He was like a, uh, he's a businessman. I think he's trying to get in the oil business. Okay. His wife is the daughter of some big-time mafioso. And the trailer plays it off like he's some crooked businessman working with the underground to, you know, try and elevate his station. But the movie... Is him desperately trying to remain a legitimate business, you know, in the face of all these criminal enterprises that are both after him and opportunities he has to take the criminal course of action. Sure. And him resisting. It's a really amazing film. He's a fantastic Yeah, I, I've only ever seen the uh, Star Wars and X-Men with him in it. I mean... <laughs> He has to come into my genre. Right. For me to see him, yeah, I guess, you're not going to leave your comfort zone. For <laughs> but uh, anyway, no, I'm uh, overall very excited about the trailer. Oh, um, yeah. It looks like, and this is getting kind of nerdy, but it looks like uh, she... This, this trailer started just like Force Awakens did, where you have a scene... And then someone pops into image like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was, uh, it was, uh, uh Finn, Finn in the yeah. desert in the first, uh, teaser we got. But, Finn um, desperately searching for his inhaler. In there. Right. But, but she was wearing the exact same outfit that she was dropped off at the end of the uh, yeah. seven. And, and, um, so I just wonder if it picks like immediately up or if a little bit of time has passed, like it did between the original three, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it certainly wouldn't be as much time. Not nearly as much. It, if anything, it would just be a short little... I I really hope it just picks right up. Yeah. I really do, because I really want to hear the first words that come out of their mouths <laughs> yeah, in that seriously. Instance. Because I think the reason... They didn't have him say anything is because nothing could be said that no, would what, be what giving away say? huge spoilers. Yeah. 
I don't know. There's uh, there's some fam- family lineage there. I, there's got to be. You go back far enough. It's got to be. It's got to be. I, I can't shake the feeling, though, that like the first scene we're going to get with the two of them in the new movie is they're going to be like at a dinner table or something. Right. Just like silently eating. Like they're going to skip that whole first conversation. It's going to jump right into like mid-training. They've been doing it for months or whatever. Right. I just wonder constantly who left Ray on Jakku as a child. And I, you know, I always think that, you know, they're making these <clears throat> new movies in the much the same vein they made the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Force Awakens, you know, was not only an extension of a pre-existing story, but at the same time a reboot yeah. of A New Hope. And um, just all the same little nuances they're doing throughout these things, you know, keeping the brother-sister aspect. I sure. think that her and Kylo could be siblings, but... Then why would Han and Leia act so, right. yeah. you know, stranger to her throughout the movie? Um, perhaps Luke left her there. Maybe it's his offspring maybe. somehow. Or maybe he was just hiding her from them. I don't know. That and I think that's why he his, didn't say anything. Yeah, his shock, you know, yeah. seeing her there. Yeah. Not only there, but there with his lightsaber. Yeah, you know? and like thinking, wow, you still have the same hairdo I dropped you off. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's almost that expression you give your dog when, like, you're sure you locked them inside the house safely, right. and you go in the backyard, and they're there, and you're like, uh, "How'd this happen? Why? Right. <laughs> you had everything you needed in there. Why are you out here?" But I, I feel like um, Luke's understanding of the Jedi and the Force is patchy. Sure. So sure. I, you know, people dismaying the thought that he could have offspring or even a wife at some point. Our love interest, rather, um, being like, well, he's a Jedi. Jedi, you know, don't do that. Well, well you know, maybe he is, doesn't know knows, that. Do you, you remember know. Yoda or Obi-Wan saying, Luke, yeah. you can't have a mistress? <laughs> right, you know? seriously. Vader got in on the Sex ground floor. never have. Right. right. But when he started his training, the council was, gone. you know, fully assembled. Or, yeah, it was gone when Luke started. When Anakin started. Oh, yeah. It, the Jedi were there. They were a political force. Right. You know? He, he got all the traditions straight from the source. Luke's just like, you know, he found an old man in the desert who said, do this and this and this, and also right. you can do this. You know? He got the, he got the, uh, like the, uh, what do I want to call it's it? like the Cliff Notes version. Right. The, the, fir- the, the safety and first aid kit in the trunk version <laughs> yeah, yeah. of the Jedi training. The first just aid equivalent. Essentials, what you need to get the job yeah. done. And so, um, because... Uh, and everyone, you know, just says, oh, it's just a rock formation. But when she comes up on him at the end of that movie and he's just standing there, it looks like he's standing next to a headstone. Mm, I didn't even catch that. And if you really pay attention to it, watch the scene a few times when the camera spins around them and stuff, it really kind of looks like one. Hmm. So uh, maybe it's uh, her mother? Maybe. Who I don't knows? know. I, I could be so far off track, but just It might even just be a memorial to... Someone that's not like physically there, but and just, it could just be a fucking rock. <laughs> yes, I mean, <laughs> seeing that they're just on a huge rock formation, very possible. There are a lot of rocks so, there. Um, what does he eat? That's beside the point. It's like, it doesn't point. seem like he can leave his little stony maybe good, prison. Maybe he fishes a lot. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah, I guess I didn't consider. There's it seems a like something ocean. a monk would do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's got to be. There's going to be some paradigm shift where we stop looking at it as light versus dark. That's my thought. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to really jolt the uh, the audience on their axis, I think. Yeah, really yeah. knock them uh, 
away from what they're probably expecting, and I hope so. Or at least they should, yeah, yeah absolutely. I really hope they uh, do, so we'll see. Uh, now, did we get... We got another trailer between the teaser and the release of Force Awakens, right? There was a second... I think so. There, there was, like, a variation. Where they start showing... Because those first few trailers, they didn't show the original cast or anything. No, no. You just saw the Falcon. And then as the new trailers yeah, as you get yeah. closer, and then you start Han and Chewie. Yeah. Chewie, we're home. We're home. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see what's going on with, uh, with Kylo. We, there was that line at the end of the first one, first one, mm-hmm. <laughs> of Force Awakens, you know, where uh, Snoke was like, we must continue his training or something. Well, he said, he told uh, Hux, he said, bring him to me. It's time to complete That's his training. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what does that entail, you know? I don't know. And I'm still really curious about who Snoke is. Who is because, Snoke? um, okay, this goes all the way back to our other conversation now. I was, I was given Luke benefit of the doubt saying, okay, well, maybe if he hadn't trained more Jedi, the Sith wouldn't exist. But there's Snoke. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Gotta wonder. See, in the comics, there was this, um, there's like this uh, Imperial operator. I think that's he's only ever referred to as the operator, and it's like strongly hinted at that he becomes Snoke through some deed or event or another. But you can't be sure, and we really, you know, you can make these tenuous connections, but we, we don't know anything about him. I'm not even sure Snoke is like force-sensitive, force-capable. He might just be this malevolent figure. We haven't well, seen him in person to get the impression of what he does. He did say, like, uh, like he asked Kylie, says, there's been an awakening. Have you felt oh, it? Oh, so yeah. Okay, that I makes sense. I think he is force-sensitive, but um, I don't know. Do you think it's like some kind of uh, downplay, like way down the line? Uh, I don't know how to even word what I'm saying. Extension of Palpatine. And what I mean by that Mm. is, like, in the comics, uh, what was it? Uh, There was a miniseries that it began right at the end of Jedi. Was it with one of Palpatine's clones? He had, like, backup? He didn't have clones. Or maybe he did, and I just didn't read that. But, um, oh, my God, what was that called? I can't remember, but it focuses around... Poe Dameron's parents. They oh, okay. fought in that final uh, battle event. Right, or right, right. Death Star battle. And uh, they conceived Poe on Endor in the Ewok village. I remember you evening. mentioning Right, that, yeah. right. What happens in that comic was that, uh, okay, we blew up the Death Star, but it doesn't end there. That, right. They just took out a big chunk it's of It's a them. major victory. There's still posts out there. Yeah. So after their celebration, they all, okay, it's time to get back to work. And they realize on the opposite end side of Endor, where they haven't been able to reach transmission of what's happened, is another pretty big base. So they fly around there to take it out. Sure. Anyway, at one point in this story, I think it was this story, there is a robot that comes up to one of the Imperial officers. And it just has kind of like a globe as a face, kind of mm. a very mysterious looking yeah, thing. Yeah. But all of a sudden, you see Palpatine's face in it. He goes, you know, if you're seeing this, I've been killed, you know. But he's, like, consciousness or his will or whatever is still living on through droids and whatnot. So, oh, shit. So I just wonder um, if he may have been, like, a disciple or something. You know, just one of his minions or something. Maybe. I mean, I have to imagine he'd have plenty of fail-safes like that. 
I mean, it ha- almost have to be the fact that they're still using stormtroopers and everything. Yeah. That same kind of, uh, what, I'm, what sort I'm looking for, uh, look, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're aesthetically similar. It's like a building upon that previous technology. Right. Did they ever refer to themselves as the Empire? I mean, it was just the First it's Order. just the First Order. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And I have to wonder, I, I, I guess that makes the question, what is Snoke's connection to Palpatine, if any? Is this a purely independent political figure, or is this someone who was taught by or associated with the former emperor? Uh, I don't know. I, you know, it could just be nothing. Exactly. See, and that's, it probably that's the is. part that sucks, is it's probably nothing. But just, uh, I don't know. As the as New Hope, Empire, and Jedi came out, you kept getting closer closer looks at the Emperor. And uh, maybe that's just what they're doing with this, you know. Hopefully. Next, next we'll catch a glimpse of him, and then the third one will, uh, you know, he'll be a big part of the movie, like yeah. in person or something. I don't something know. Like that. Who knows? I want to see what he's like in person, you know, physically present. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we get his hologram form. It's huge and terrifying. But I, I knew a guy, by the way, who was just adamant that, like, Snoke was, like, 25 feet tall. And I'm like, what's your logic? He's like, well, you know, Andy Sorgans, Andy Circus said, uh, Circus? I don't know. The Gollum? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Said, like, oh, he's a very large, imposing figure. I'm like, what? So that's your only evidence for, like, we've, we've seen the Emperor's hologram, you know, right. in the original trilogy, and it's huge. Right. It's, I don't know. That's beside the point. No, I know what you mean, but I was really relieved to find out that it was a hologram. Yeah. yeah. Um, not that there being, you know, giant species of people is beyond <laughs> sure, believable sure. in Star Wars. It's just... Uh, Be a little weird. A little weird. Very David and Goliath kind of yeah, uh, yeah. battles rather than that you know, fight articulated really sword. silly. Yeah, yeah, it would. Let's just cut his ankles off. Right. You know I mean? <laughs> He'll fall. Go for the tendons. <laughs> oh, anyway. What else we got here? Um... That's about all the Star Wars I got in yeah, me right yeah, now. Right, right as far as Star Wars. I just wrote down some random things right before we hit record. Way off topic. But guess, guess what I did Saturday for the first time in my life? I, I know having sex for the first time is a momentous event. Well. You should be proud. <laughs> you finally found someone you trust enough yeah, to share well, in that connection. Yeah, at my age, I wouldn't be admitting that on, <laughs> on the radio. No, uh, we went to the IHOP. Did you really? And you've never been to an I IHOP? I've never been to an IHOP. So you're still a little sad, even this long afterward, right? No. No? no. Yeah, you an know, experience? Yes, and it was. Because when I hear IHOP, I automatically think of Denny's. Now, Denny's is a bad sure. experience. Yeah. That bacon looks like um, like what a child would be playing with on a plastic <laughs> kitchen set, yeah. you know? Like, oh, yeah. That's edible? Like, it's like the colors aren't natural somehow. You know like when you go to like a like a real fancy place and they got like fake fruits and grapes yeah. and shit around. That's <laughs> like what the fake food's bacon. like. <laughs> right. Fake. But we went to IHOP and um, I thought whatever, I'm just going to try it. Sure. Got some steak tips with uh, scrambled eggs, hash browns and pancakes. It was amazing. It's pretty good. It was amazing. I couldn't believe it. They were some of the best steak tips I've ever had in my life. From an IHOP. From an IHOP, ladies and gentlemen. Talk about a smack across the face <laughs> yeah. early Saturday morning, man. Have How ever... long have you been hiding this from me? Have you you've been to an IHOP? I have, I take it? Yeah. yeah. When I was in Texas, there was an IHOP nearby that I used to go when I wanted to just escape my roommates. Mm-hmm. 
I tell them like, oh, I have to go uh, fill out some paperwork, and I just go to IHOP, so they wouldn't come with me. <laughs> <laughs> I just eat pancakes. Well, why for not? an hour? And they just, were good pancakes, but were. by the time I got to the pancakes, I was uh, already full right. Up on steak. That's how they get you. And that was another thing. Never did I ever think I'd be eating steak and pancakes steak in the same pancakes. sitting. You yeah. know, yeah. it's a magical experience. It's it's kind of I guess my take on chicken and waffles. Yeah. <laughs> have you had the chicken and waffles at all? No, I but I hear they have it there. They have it there. No, but everyone I've talked to said it's amazing. Yeah. If you have an opportunity to eat chicken and waffles, it'll change your life. Really? Oh, it's just going to raise the bar for what is acceptably absurd in your How diet. How does the eating process of that? Do you like have an actual like chicken leg sitting there? See, at IHOP, they're like chicken tenders. They're like chicken breast strips. And do you like eat it together? Do you like pierce a chicken? That's what I get with because I like the combination of like the syrup and the fried chicken and the waffle. But I don't know. Some people really? maybe they eat it separately. I don't see the appeal of that. I need to try this. Yeah. I did try the, and this is really in no way any comparison, but who was it? Was it Lay's that always has the, <laughs> oh, yeah, the chicken and waffles come up with chips. crazy taste? Yeah, and they yeah. did the chicken and waffles, and those were really good. Yeah, it kind of, I don't know, it sort of tasted like maple syrup and ass to me. It was kind <laughs> of an It's got to kind of ring back to the, the uh, uh, like a coney dog, right? Or not a coney, a... a, 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 a Corn dog? What the? What are they called? Corn dogs, where it's wrapped in the bag. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, gotta yeah, be yeah. some like, in that same kind of family, right? Yeah, something like that. Never like corn dogs. I like corn dogs. Really? Oh yeah. Only at the fair. Situation's gotta be right. See, if I, don't I like eat the a corn dog either. at home, well, that's I hate the fair. It's kind of a nightmare. I've avoided the fair for many years. Yeah, it's one of those things you're excited about on the drive down. You get there, you're like, oh, it's hot. Everything hurts. <laughs> it stinks. Yeah. It's hillbillies. Who are these people? <laughs> I stepped in shit. <laughs> Yeah. A rat stole my shoelaces. Right. You just never know what's going to happen. But the IHOP, who would have ever thought? I know. It's it's not a bad place. I joke. I tell you what, the, the types of people you see in an IHOP, it really sticks with you. I Well, you know what? I took a look around, and there wasn't um, really anything that was off-putting oh, well, as far good. as people's personal appearance. The place was hopping, too. No wow. pun intended. Oh, um, watch out for this look guy. This. Oh. These high-quality jokes we're paddling. <laughs> but, uh, no, we're definitely going to be going back. Nice. Possibly even this weekend. I know that's rather boring, but when you don't have any topics, <laughs> right. I'm still reeling, though. It's it's exciting. So, you've eaten it. I imagine you've <clears throat> been to a Waffle House at some point in your life. Oh, yeah. Me and my uh, buddy, we used to, every Thursday night, we used to hang out. Because he lives so far away, so I drive forever to hang out with him, stay the night, come sure. home the next day. And we'd hang out all hours of the night at the Waffle House. No kidding. Putting those people through hell, wow. man. I do not feel proud of myself that we uh, <laughs> did to the bad. poor staff there. But uh, we always tipped them pretty well when we were, when we left. Cause That's good. They earned it. That's good. <laughs> they earned it. I remember I went on a date once many moons ago, and she was like, uh, do you want to get breakfast? And I'm like, yeah, breakfast is good. And texting back and forth, she's like, how about Waffle House? And I'm like, all right. You know, it's like yeah. our first date. What am I supposed to say? No, it's not acceptable. I'm it, like, yeah, Waffle House. It rings closer to Denny's than IHOP. Right, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and she's like, how do you like, you know, waffles and hash browns? And 
waitresses with a smoker's cough cough named Ruth. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> and accurate. Yeah. So we get there and this, this woman, she seats us. She's like, how y'all doing today? And she's got like crazy curly hair. She looks all leathery like a wallet someone fell in the <laughs> pool with. And I'm like, morning, Ruth. How are you? I assumed this was a woman that this girl I was with knew. You know, she knew Ruth because right. here's this woman with the smoker. And she's like, what? And I look at her name tag and it's like Barb or something. And I'm like, oh, Christ. And... <sighs> I actually, this is horrible. This is horrible because we had a, it was a nice day we had together. I was so embarrassed by that and the subsequent awkward breakfast that I never texted the girl again. What? I Why? cut off, all, I, I couldn't get over it. Something about the day starting like that. I was like, it's not right. This is a sign. This isn't going to work. Oh, I just got freaked God. out and I, I couldn't handle it. Just like that moment set the tone for the entire rest of the day. Maybe it was just an out you were looking for. That's very possible. Maybe you already made up your mind. I don't want to be here. And then like, you're well, right. you know what? It was like a bad. Psycho. I was looking for any reason to bail. God's telling me. <laughs> I got to go. It's a sign. Yeah. I thought you were going to say that you had uh, called mistaken a man for a woman. <laughs> no. No, but oh, that's happened before as well. Oh, yeah, me too. Go ahead with yours. Especially this day and age. I was at the, I guess, <laughs> formerly the Rave in Polaris. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which now it's, the Rave sign is gone. It just says Cinemark, I think. Oh, I haven't been yeah, up there very, since uh, very bizarre. stopped working. I don't think it's called the Rave anymore. But um, It's a cool theater regardless. I like it, yeah. yeah. You go up there, and uh, there is a person behind the concession stand. Really? Mm-hmm, indeed. Yeah, I know. Blowing your mind. Someone about my height, which is about six foot for all you people at home who can't see me right now. Uh, short hair, dark, like red at the tips, mm. dark eyes, kind of a stern looking face. Um, I'm there hanging out with my sister who's in town, and I'm like, hey, let's see a movie. So we go, and I, uh, I'm like, you want anything from the concession? She's like, oh, I don't know, maybe I'll have a soda. I'm like, well, go tell them what soda you want. And I look over, and of course, it's a very angry-looking girl in very masculine clothes, obviously making a statement. I was like, oh, my God. And so I, like, wordlessly got our stuff, and I went and sat down. And we both sat there, silent, for a few minutes. And then she looks at me like, you said him. I'm like, I know, I know, I know he said him. <laughs> There's no changing it now. What am I supposed to do, go back and apologize? It's only going to make it worse. Right. You never know. You never know. You don't. And I um, I can't remember exactly how my situation played out, but I, I was uh, working customer service and was approaching the counter to help the customer. with the, They had their back to me. And from what I could tell, to what I was seeing, everything added up to, okay, you got a guy at the counter there. <laughs> And being the fool I am, I don't bother you even look up. You know, sure. You're jaded when you do customer oh. service after a while. You, you build a you callus learn. up over your soul. Isn't that the truth? You you get rhino skin and yeah. you just learn to make it through the day. And um, so I didn't even look up. Grabbed a uh, piece of paper. I was like, your name, sir? I'm a woman. <laughs> oh, shit. Because how do you... You can't just, like, backpedal and fix that. No, there's no going back. Yeah. There's no going back. That's the tempo. You, you can't... establish the tone of the conversation. I mean, in awkward situations, I feel like I can typically bullshit a 
decent enough. Like, sure. Oh, well, the reason I did that was because of this. And then, you know, okay, well, that's understandable. Not the case here. No, it's like, what, what the do you hell do? can you say? <laughs> oh, I thought you had a dick. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, hey, you know, I meant it in the most complimentary way. <laughs> in you all fairness, from behind, you, you look, look like, like a, a dude. dude. I mean, get, cut me some slack here. Right, right. So, um, and it happened another time, but in this, this was over the phone and I <laughs> totally, it was working the same job. I was talking to a customer over the phone and this is what I hear coming back. <laughs> you got Clive Barker on the other end. You really do. Eating and cigarettes for breakfast. Yeah, I'm calling. I want to get price on the bike. And I'm like, okay, uh, well, what's your name, sir? I'll, I'll put a quote in for you. This is a woman. My name's Jessica. <laughs> I was like, gee, man, need Jessica. Fooled, Jessica. Go get that. Toad out of your throat. Right. What layer of hell are you calling from? <laughs> oh, my God. Embarrassing. But it, I wasn't so embarrassed there because that, that I mean, come on. Once you hang up, you'll never see Jessica again. Oh, so no, I saw her. Oh, you did? She ended oh, up good. becoming a regular customer for some reason. <laughs> I'm As off-putting as she was, I was still the nicest interaction she probably had in a Great. long time. <laughs> Lordy. Oh, my God. Going to hell. Who's coming with me? <laughs> oh, I'll be there. Well, I think this is a uh, good little burner episode here. Yeah, why not? Star Wars and IHOP. Star Wars, IHOP, gender identity. You can't write that shit. It's got to come off the top of your head. And we super didn't. And (laughs) there it is. Star Wars, IHOP, gender identity. The title of this episode. The Holy Trinity. When it releases possible. Yeah, there we go. So we'll see. But uh, Jake, what do we have on the website? Well, you can check out CandarePodcast.com for new and past episodes, our wall of special guests, and our new fantastic line of merch. Ladies and gentlemen, be sure to check that out. We got some great stuff. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at CandairPod and on Instagram at Canned underscore Air. Want to be featured on the show? Check out our contacts page for more info. Yeah, yo. and yeah, like Jake said, the merch button on the website or society6.com forward slash Canned Air Pod. Go buy yourself a tasty t shirt. It's great. We got clocks, we got mugs. Yes, yes. And uh, Do we have shot glasses yet? I don't know. Good question. We'll have a look, everybody. I'm Solve sure the we probably uh, drive our listeners to drinking. Yeah, there we go. Why not help them along? Perfect. Um, <laughs> and hopefully by the time you're hearing this episode that we're recording in the middle of April here, I <laughs> wonder when we're going to end up using this, or the end of mm-hmm. April, rather, um, that we've put a lot more stuff on our YouTube page. So uh, head over there, check out what we've put up. Uh, we have a very mystery science theater inspired movie we're going to be putting yeah, up that's good. or should be up actually by the time you I would imagine this. I hope so we're putting a lot of work into the YouTube page if it isn't up by the time we use this we Something's have to have like wrong. a, a Candam meeting yeah, Something, yeah. something's got to change state of the union correct so um I think that's going to do it for this I believe week, so right yeah. so until next time I'm Jeremy Colley I'm Jake Runyon thanks for listening everyone
love this canned air podcast. Yeah, Jake is hilarious. <laughs> oh, no. Gotcha. Wow, Buzz Lightyear saved your life. I'm not Buzz Lightyear. If it hadn't been for Buzz, Mankins would have been cooked. I'm not Buzz Lightyear. Thanks, Mr. Lightyear. I am not Buzz Lightyear. Tangled oh, up. no! Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on.